what's up you guys we are back with another episode of the geeky chick so this is going to be one of my lifestyle episodes for this month and the next couple episodes are going to be about straight anime whatever um animes i'm talking about i got a list so we are super excited <laughs> but this episode today we are basically talking about peace growing in a growing season and really just elevating and doing self-love and having faith in everything that I do so this episode is going to get real because um I'm going to talk some of the most vulnerable parts of me well not too too vulnerable because I don't like putting my business out there like that but we are getting real uh i am gonna talk about just some things i've learned over the years as i've been someone who really has taken more time to focus on me pretty much and learning more about me and who i am and i've evolved a lot <laughs> so pretty much this episode is pretty much going to be about that so all you have to do is sit back play this in the background while you clean the house or do whatever um or simply sit in listen drink your wine whatever because we about to get real cute but real real and like i said new episodes are on the way these next few episodes are going to be about anime pretty much um been trying to catch up on the anime content that i plan so pretty much we are extra ready for those so sit back enjoy and let's get to talking guess who's back <laughs> well okay so you guys this episode um we're gonna be talking about growing growing up yeah fun <laughs> Whew. this episode is gonna get kind of deep um pretty much we're gonna talk about some things that honestly i feel like a lot of people can resonate with honestly <laughs> um to begin with nobody talks about and i feel like nobody talks about when you turn to age 25 Nobody talks about it. People go through the age of 21. Oh, yeah, you can legally drink. Yeah, take some shots, bitch. But then when you turn 25, life starts getting real. If you don't know, at the age of 25, your frontal lobe is fully developed at this point. So you're still receptive to change via drama. Well, trauma, not drama via trauma but moments that are life-changing like having a baby or losing a loved one or having something traumatic happen or having something glorious happen to you um i think a lot of people to understand is when you are transitioning into the age of 25 most people probably in this day and age, probably will already have a child or have a family or already married. A lot of us are in that stage like me, who is navigating life with none of those things. 
Um, not even a partner, pretty much. Um, but you know, your girl has been dating, so that is my little life life update. I have been dating around. Um, so far, one person winning. One person winning. So we're gonna see, cause I learned not to throw all my eggs in a basket. So, okay. but when we're going through a season of growth, I personally feel like with me. It has been a roller coaster. It has been one hell of a roller coaster. Because a little background about me, I have a bachelor's and a master's degree. I was in school for over six years. All you know is school. Nobody talks about the post-grad life. Nobody talks about it for real. Post-grad depression is a real thing. And I have heard this numerous times in my life. Well, it all depends on the major you pick, blah, 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 yada, yada. No, because all you know was school your entire four, five, or six years. Like, people don't understand that. Like, that was a pivotal moment in my life where I got my master's in 2022, December of 2022. So your girl only been out in the real world. She was already out in it because post-grad, you're basically working and getting your graduate degree. But for me, when you went from undergrad, took a small break to grad, and the small break, the small break meaning the summer months after you graduate. <laughs> yeah, and I, grew, I graduated during the height of a pandemic. So that was fucking fun. <laughs> that was fun. But graduating now is a new perspective because not only I was dealing with shit at my previous job and the job I work at now is I love what I do. I mean, I love what I do because it puts two things hand in hand, technology and helping people both together. And I'm still trying to further my education by getting certifications. So, hey, <laughs> look at that. <laughs> Let me stop. But um, nobody talks about when you're getting to your late 20s. Nobody talks about that. Because a lot of people say, oh, my God, we're close to 30. Bitch, I don't know what to do. When the reality is nothing to be scared about. I had to come to terms with that. There's nothing to be scared. Being 25 and going to be 26 at the end of this year, pretty much, because October is the end of the year. There has not been a pivotal moment at the age of 25 where it was a, it was a learning curve for me. I learned at 25, one, nobody talks about this for real. You old enough to rent a car without no fee. <laughs> you old enough to rent a car without a fee. But no one talks about 825 that you're able to do that. You, can know, you can't be charged an extra $100 because you are below the age of 25. Now you can rent a car at ease without no issues, y'all. <laughs> Dead ass. But... I think one of the things about my growing season, and I grew a lot within the whole, within this, within this whole year, even in this year, 
Nobody talks about the deconstruction process of everything that you've known in your life is suddenly changing because you are now an adult. I pay bills, I go to work, I go out, I take trips, and I go home. But what about those days where I'm not taking trips, where I'm not going out? I'm sitting, sitting within my thoughts, sitting within my mind. And I think one of the biggest things is, for me, the earlier part of 2023 was a hard moment for me. Because I was going through a phase where, one, I had to be still. Having a relationship with God pretty much helped me know that. I was in a moment where my job was giving me so much turmoil. I'm not going to talk terrible about that job, but I will do an episode about the shit. <laughs> because y'all going to hear my ass roar. <laughs> but... um. There was a pivotal moment where a whole bunch of shit was going down at my job. It was always something, and it directly affected me. See, the thing is, and I will tell anybody from the, and scream from the top of my lungs, stop taking on jobs, <laughs> and you're not getting paid for it. Me, that's what happened. I was burnt out. I was tired. I just had graduated a month ago. And for whatever it was, my feelings were in a space of, I don't know what right now. I don't know how to feel right now. I'm running off of stress. And I had, I remember this day faithful when I had a mental breakdown. I had a breakdown so bad because I had to call out. And I knew if I would have went to work that day, people would have strongly thought I would need to go to a therapist. When... A little bit of background of where I used to work. I used to work in a jail. I am a kind person. I am a nice person. I am a peaceful person. But when you're around people who are constantly negative all day, every fucking day, it starts wearing on you. It starts giving you issues. It starts making you fucking tired. And that's how I felt. See, the problem is employers never appreciate the employees who are willing to work. Which is why, at some point, I started doing the bare fucking minimum. That was a growing moment for me. I said, I burnt myself so much out in 2022 that when I actually sat down and sat still, where I actually sat down and sat still, that's when a whole bunch of late-ass emotions hit me. And that was a growing, a pivotal growing moment. Now, 2022 was a year I was growing a lot as well. I was working, you know, working all the time, going out, enjoying life. Single, wasn't really focusing on nobody because I ain't focused on nobody to the latter part of 2022. And even then, he was a still, he still was a waste of fucking time. So, <laughs> let me not say that. He, he was a learning experience. But... My thing is this, I did not like the fact this job was starting to cause turmoil, but I also had to learn when things are shaking up at your job or anything in your life, I'm a firm believer in God, I'm a firm believer in Jesus, shit gets your attention. 
See, the thing is, I wasn't really doing life without God because he always walks with me, no matter what it was. The thing is, I started to know his presence more compared to when I was younger. See, I'm the type of person where I made sure I started talking to him every day because I knew if I didn't talk to God every day, my days just wouldn't go right. Unless, you know, I have a quick prayer like, God, you know, my heart, you know, all that stuff because I'm exhausted. Still making time. See, the thing is, when God starts shaking stuff up in your life, it's it's two things. He finna move you and and he's getting your attention. That was happening. I was dealing with bills going up. I was dealing with my job causing turmoil. I was dealing with just issues with post-grad life because I didn't know what was next for me. I was like, well, I'm trying to get a job in IT. You know, hurry up and get that. When IT, it takes work. Matter of fact, scratch that. (laughs) Matter of fact, scratch that. (laughs) Scratch that. In, in the state that I live in, they make getting IT difficult because ridiculous requirements, but not enough pay. If you know, you know. But what it was, I was getting frustrated. I was getting frustrated with life at that very moment. And when I had that breakdown, I was so sensitive and I knew I, just, I was just talking. I was just praying all day. I was going through a day where... I just needed God hear me, just hear my laminate, hear it because I'm tired. I remember saying something so pivotal where God was like, hold up, back that up, sis. I remember I said, God, I'm to the point, and this was at the job I was at. God, I'm to the point of throwing in this towel. I can't do this. I I literally had said that job, and I met great people at that job, but that job, Fulfilled its purpose until I graduated with a master's. I was not getting paid for the bachelor's I made. And I damn sure wasn't getting paid for the master's. Because working in a jail and working in corrections, period, was not for me. I knew that. And then even when you show people, I have IT skills. There are people that will look at you like, oh, she she ain't finna do all that. Where... I was, I'm highly intelligent. Yeah, I may say some dumb shit that come out of my mouth sometimes, but I'm highly intelligent. I'm a highly intelligent woman. I can be jokey and funny all day long. But I'm a highly, and I mean highly intelligent fucking woman. <laughs> so that's one of the things I was dealing with in life. And I remember... I went home. I live by myself. Well, I don't need to say that. Okay. Well, I live, you know, near my family. And I went home. I went home because of the fact that I was tired. I knew that was my safe haven. Because I have a praying grandmother, a praying mother, and a a praying auntie. All of them pray. And their prayers are carrying me through life. Shout outs to them. Shout outs to my mom, my grandma, and my auntie. 
because that was my safe haven. That was my home. That was my peace. When life was giving me turmoil, I knew I can't be in a space. I was like, I can't be in a space by myself right now. Not because I'm going to harm me, because I knew if I was trying to stay in a space where I wasn't surrounded by people, I was going to drive myself crazy. See, the thing is, when you live alone, you're constantly alone. You're constantly, you're not, you're not waking up to the love of your life every day. <laughs> you're not waking up to kids. You're not waking up to nobody. You are at home. So I try to get around my family first. Not saying I'm going out every damn day. No, that's tiresome for me because I have a social media and once that bitch get low, it get low. But that pivotal moment I knew to go home, my spirit, and really that was the spirit of God, really telling me to go home. See, this is where I'm going to start off with. If I am classified as a Christian, now I do cuss a lot. I do talk on this podcast a lot with a lot of cussing. I'm not a perfect one. I will be more so someone who's spiritually and who's a Christian because I believe the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. I believe in all that. And see, the thing is, I remember God had to give me an unspeakable amount of peace that nobody can explain, not even myself. When I started getting that peace and when I moved to the job that I have now, I learned that when God is moving you, it's loud and clear. When God is speaking to you, it's loud and clear. It's not confused. It's nothing. It's loud and clear. You don't have to worry about someone just like, oh, yeah, um, that's eh, eh. No, God doesn't work like that. God loves all his children. And I tell people all the time, I care about my relationship with him more than what religion says. Religion is organized. So why would I sit up here and just be like, oh, okay, I'm going to do this, that, and the third. And no, because we're not perfect. We're not designed to be perfect. If that was the case, we all would be doing the same thing, same way, same time. <laughs> so I had to learn how to find peace. So I, you know, I'm someone who's already praying, but I need to like learn more about who God is, and matter of fact, knowing, not even knowing about him, just knowing who he is, having that relationship. And ever since then, that changed my whole perspective on life. See, the thing is, when people say, I gave my life to the Lord, me, I look at it differently. I bettered my relationship with God. Because he cares about the relationship more than anything. He cares about, do you lean on him in your hard moments? And that was the one of the moments where I, I leaned on him the hardest. Because I had new emotions that I never faced in my life before. I had new emotions that showed me, well, what the fuck is next? I had new emotions that showed why am I dealing with this? What is going on? The feeling of I don't know where to go. I don't want to be here. When the job is causing you to feel that way, and even then it wasn't even only the job. It was all the shit that was going on in my life. I was dating someone at the time, but 
it, he wasn't causing me no issues. It was just simply being around. I was going through that season of deconstruction. Everything about me deconstructed. I never knew I would get to this age and this point in my life where I had to deconstruct myself. And when I did that, I'm now in that process of rebuilding it. See, one of the things is, I read this book today. She's called She's Still There by Crystal Evans Hurst. I learned physically we have bodies, we have DNA that makes us uniquely different, but we also have a soul. See, our souls are not the same. None of us have the same souls. And I, and I am uniquely and, divining, and divinely created by God himself. And that was what happening with me. That was happening. I had saw at the fact that deconstructing everything about myself because nobody talks about post-grad. You know why nobody talks about it? Because it's a, it's, some, it's a process many people will not understand. See, I'm going to say this for the people who are probably going through this moment in their life. You are going to be okay. You are going to be all right. This is only a hump in the road. See, post-grad life is a shatter because you don't know what to do next. You don't know how to keep yourself organized. You don't know how to do this. You don't know how to do that. All I know was opening up a damn book and getting refund checks. And then when you go to grad school, all I know is actually having to do this shit in a timely manner. That is where I have to say strongly, we are still learning. I'm going to tell people this and being raw and real, give yourself some grace. Give yourself some damn grace. I'm just going to be honest. I had to learn and tap in and build my foundation by giving myself grace. And we are our biggest critics. I'm telling people, like, we are our biggest critics. Because one thing about me, I'm a very ambitious person. I am a person who is a go-getter, who loves doing things, who loves trying new things. But I am also that person who got fucking tired. I got burnt out. Everybody depended on me for something. And I don't do that at my job now because I have a specific title and specific opinion. My title is limited to those things. My previous job, I was doing everybody's job but my damn own. And if you are one of my coworkers from my previous job that are listening, you know that I was. And these are these were the same people who used to bitch and moan if I didn't get my shit done in a timely manner. Hmm. Well, if I wasn't doing everybody else's fucking job, that probably would have, you know, happened. <laughs> but having God by my side, what I had to learn that I had to make sure my faith was strong was built on bricks rather than sand. If you know, you know. If you know. You know, <laughs> you have to have your foundation built on bricks because bricks are hard to tear down. Sand, you sink. When you sink, you're going to sink. But bricks, you're going to stand. It may hurt to stand on them bricks because bricks hurt. But you're going to stand. You're going to stand regardless. 
So that's just one of the things I had to learn. And even since then, I have been peaceful in my life. Life will shake me up a little bit, just a little bit. But even when I have my moments of laminate, I still shake back. I don't stay in that for long. I shake back maybe a day or two, but I'm not staying like that the whole week. Nope, not at all. <laughs> so, so some of the things is, as someone who built her relationship with God, I try apps like Glorify and Bible study with some friends. Um, that just helped me grow and learn more pretty much because I tell people I'm not perfect. There are some things in the Bible that I, you have to read and research yourself. You have to read in context, research it, deep research it at that, and keep it pushing. So, but Glorify is one of the apps, my go-to apps that I use just for daily devotionals and all that stuff. Like, it's just for daily things. Um, Like I said, I'm a Christian. I'm more so spiritual. Um... If I really want to dimmy it down now, I'm Southern Baptist. Southern Baptist. Because, <laughs> you know, Christianity got 12 denominations. I, it's hard. <laughs> so, Southern Baptist. We're going to go with that. Welcome to the South, y'all. Um, yes. So, as I was growing my relationship with God, I learned that things are, things in my life got better. And smoother. Not saying no turmoil in my life will happen. I just know how to handle it accordingly. And here's my little thing. Stress over the things that you can control. Don't stress over the things you can't control. Because sometimes divine intervention happens. Matter of fact, all the time if you're a firm believer in it. But things that you can control, yes, stress over it. Because we make mistakes. We go on a collision course. See... When we're like, picture yourself driving a car. When you're driving a car, you just you're just steady driving. But if you grab something that gets your attention, like maybe a piece of candy or something, or you try and get your purse, your bag, whatever, you start veering off. That tends to happen with us. We be trying to be on the straight and narrow, but sometimes we veer off, and that is okay. That is very much so okay. So that is one thing about life. But I always learned that, like I said, God did not make us to be perfect. Humans in general, we gon' human. People be peopling. And that is okay. But it's up to you to have the fruits of the spirit, which is gentleness, kindness, love, self-control, patience. Um, just to name a few, I forgot the specific verse. I look it up, but that's just to name a few. So I just learned that be in the space of your life where you grow. It's okay to grow. It's okay to learn. We all are growing and learning. Even when our parents, <laughs> our parents, the age that they are, we are all growing and we all learning. And it's A-okay. And I mean A-okay. <laughs> so, moving forward, I had to learn how to have faith over fear. 
I had to have it. Because if I didn't, I was going to keep stressing myself out in life. I was going to keep stressing myself. No matter what it was. Hmm. I'm sorry, y'all. It's a little late at night. (laughs) But... I learned that you can't stress over things. You have to continue having faith. Like I said, I have faith in a lot of things in my life. But I ain't never going to sit up here and be like, I give up. No, I'm going to continue having that faith. I'm going to continue. I'm not going to sit up here and just be like, I throw in the towel. No, I'm going to keep the towel pushing and I'm going to keep going. Simple as that. Now, as I grew over the years, I remember you have a season of loneliness where I was going through that last year. I noticed that I, my friend group, they all had their own things going on. But I was in that season where I simply was just alone. I simply was just to myself. I simply was just not surrounded by people. Unless it's my family or with some of my friends from time to time. I was in an alone season. And I had to face that. But I got comfortable over time. Because one of the biggest things is I had to remember this was my time to learn myself and get to know myself. This is the time where I can sit back and know who I am. We all know who we are, but do we really know who we are? That's the question. So having that alone season helped me get to know the new me that's now. Like I said, earlier this year, I had went to a deconstruction process. Now I'm in a stage of this year in the latter part of the year where I reconstruct it in ways that are more healthy for me, a.k.a. setting boundaries. See, the thing with me, I was a people pleaser. I was someone who constantly was like, well, what do people think? Uh, What would happen if I just say no? I don't know. I'm no longer like like that. I will tell you no. I will tell you, hey, right now I can't do this. I will tell you, listen, if this all you want, keep that shit pushing, big dog, because I don't want to deal with it. I don't have the capacity to deal with that. Do not trauma dump your shit on me. Do not do this. Do not do that. People do not like this version of me now. The people who knew they can run over me do not like this version of me now. Old friends, old past lovers, they do not like this version of me now. You are out of my life for a reason. And I'm going to listen to G.O.D. at the end of the day. If God removes somebody out your life all of a sudden, because that that recently happened to me with a couple people. If they move, if he moved them out your life all of a sudden, that means that person could not go into a new season with you. That person could not move in that season with you that person was not a good influence of your life that person was not meant to be in your life that person was not meant to be in the new space that you created for yourself and let alone and let alone if it ends so abruptly that means he heard something that i that you didn't hear and that's what happened with me 
I will always have love for the people I'm no longer with, um, no longer friends with or, you know, cool with. I will always have love for them. But some people are truly just not meant to be in new seasons of your life, especially if you're in that season of where you want to be in a committed relationship and you're focused on your career. And that's for me. I'm in that space now. I want to I'm in my career field and I'm jump starting it. I did a 360 turnaround from working at a jail to now working in a field of tech, helping people with disabilities. So that was a 360 for me. So I knew some people would not go along. And that is okay. That is all right. It's not the end of the world. I'm at peace knowing that if you stop talking to me tomorrow, because it did happen to me, I won't question it. My friends know I'm the type of person. You think I'm going to run and ask why you cut me off? No, I'm not. If it wasn't meant for us to be in each other's lives, it's okay. If you want to come back months later to express why you did it, that's okay. I will be receptive to it. But the thing is, do not expect me to be the same person on where you left me. Because this version of me now, and I'm going to say it, this version of me now, you are not going to particularly like. Because she loves herself to know, love herself to know, uh, ooh, she loves herself enough to know that I refuse to put myself in situations that will cause me in the end to be hurt. I refuse to keep being with the same people who do not value our friendship, who do not understand that being a friend is is always going to be there but people have shit that goes on in their life and when you're going through shit in your life sometimes you want to be alone and it's okay do not make people make you feel like it's the end of the world because you're not catering to them i had to learn that and it hurts so bad when you always be the person that get burnt in the end it hurts and that's what was happening to me. That is why my friend circle is the way it is now. Because people who weren't meant to be in my life kept shitting and burning on me. And when I saw it, and then when God started removing, it is what it is. It ain't what it ain't. It ain't the end of the world. It may feel like it in the beginning, but when you start realizing, nah. So... This new me is a lot different. As I am still a calm, peaceful, and sweet person, but I have boundaries. I'm not overworking myself. I'm not doing, I'm shooting to help and change things. But I am not that person to think. I am not that person who's going to sit up here and break, like, not even, let me not say that. I'm not that person who's going to constantly burn herself out for people who could care less. I'm sorry. That's just not going to be me. And as I get to know this new me, she is happy. She is blessed. She is comfortable with who she is. She knows how to tell people I don't give a damn. I care, but then I don't care. I'm empathetic to, matter of fact, it's called, I'm empathetic to your situation. But if it's affecting me in a way that is harming me, I have to retreat myself. Because then I'm going to get belligerent. 
see, the thing is, people think that some people are saints because they're nice people. No, people like me, we've been through shit. We are chill people because we know how to look at the positives of our lives. We cannot stress about things we cannot control. And I'm going to have to keep stressing this over and over again throughout this episode. We cannot stress over things we cannot control. We just can't. We just can't. I hate to say it, but we just can't. So I learned that I had to start getting real with myself. And this started back in 2022. I learned that you got to start healing from things that cause you issues. I remember I had to heal from back in, back in 2018. I was with someone who God knew how much I loved that person. Not only as someone who I was in love with, but as a friend. I hear he's doing well, and I hope you're doing well as well. I hope everything is going for sure beautiful in your life. I forgave him, of course, but that was a person that I loved so much, but he was hurting me at the same time. Reason why I can tell this now, because it doesn't trigger me the way it did if it did almost four, um, well, really five years ago. See, the problem is I was with someone who was like me, but the total opposite of me. See, I love men who are funny. I love guys who are funny because I am someone who's funny. But the problem was he was in a space where he had his own personal issues compared to me. And being someone who was trying to heal him, I got hurt in the end. I got hurt so po- to the point that I put myself in a box. Meaning, I can't trust no type of man. I had to learn to let that shit go. I was hurt. I was healing because I always had hope. We're going to work out. We're going to work out. No. I think that pivotal moment for me is when he disrespected me in front of another woman. And I said it was done. It was loud and clear to me that you don't even respect me as a fucking person. When I saw he did not respect me as a person. Luckily then I started having some boundaries. But not as strong as. Not as strong as the ones I have now. I tell you that. But the thing is. When I saw that I got disrespected in front of another woman. I said it's time to go. It's time to move on. It's time to sit up here and leave. Because if it's one thing's for money and two things for show, you are not going to disrespect me in front of another person. You're not. Especially this is someone you're trying to date. <clears throat> and you trying to make it seem like, oh, this girl is mad annoying where you're the one that's constantly constantly wanting me back but like I said I have healed and moved on I had to heal from that one pivotal moment in that life people don't understand PTSD from relationships are very much so real that was my PTSD I had to get over and it took me over two years because unfortunately we live so close by each other see 2018 was a life-changing year for me Because I don't know why the sophomore year of college is the most difficult ass year. 
sophomore year of high school and sophomore year of college are the most difficult ass years you can damn experience. I was going through that moment where it seemed like shit around me just was not going in my favor. I started dating someone we didn't work out because I was still healing from the last person. I got into a fight. That happened. <laughs> As I learned about myself over the years, I learned that I have a problem with trying to please people. And now that I'm no longer that type of person, I recently had someone who, you know, I was texting, going back forth with, and I clearly stated my boundaries. I clearly stated them. Motherfucker got mad because I was not lessening them for his, for his benefit. Meaning all you want to do is have sex. You want someone to deal with your trauma dumping. He was trauma dumping on me so bad, y'all. Like, he really was. I was like, bro, I don't have the capacity to deal with this shit. Dude. <laughs> so, when I, sh when I show him, like, hey, I'm not dealing with this. Where I told him, all my friends are in committed relationships. I'm the only one who's single. And I'm at that stage in my life where I want a committed relationship. Because I actually took the time out to work on me and heal important parts of me. Meaning, I have to learn how to trust better. I'm still working on trust, but I can trust a lot better now than what I did back then. Because my trust was ruined by someone who I, who I thought I loved. And unfortunately, that's not how life works. So what I'm saying is healing takes time. Heal Matter of fact, healing is linear. There's no end point because you're always going to go through moments of your life where you have to heal from. Like the, re the recent person I dated, I had to heal from that because it kind of triggered me in a way where I'm sitting up here trying to make this shit work and you don't want to. You don't. You don't want to. I gave you six whole ass months to tell me how you feel. And you choose the month where I could have been dropped your ass. <laughs> you choose the month before April Fool's Day. Matter of fact, on April Fool's Day. To do what you got to do. Because I stated my feelings. And I am someone who's going to state her feelings. I used to be so silent when it comes to that. Because I was like, well, they're going to get rejected anyway. No, if a person respects you enough, and I mean a decent-ass human being respects you enough to know that, hey, this person has feelings. Listen to them. They know how to feel for you. They know how to be empathetic or sympathetic in some situations. When I said that, that's when he dumped that shit on me. And I was like, you know what? Do what you got to do, big dog. I ain't finna deal with it. And I think in that pivotal moment, he saw that I was not trying to compromise with it. He saw that I wasn't. Because I love myself enough and God loves me too much to let me sit with someone who don't even see marriage with me. Who, matter of fact, still talks to their ex. Yeah, I'm going to give you tips and this is for anybody. Anybody who still talks with their ex and they recently broke up with them, don't even try to pursue them. 
some people well it could be a little different no because you're i learned psychologically you're not going to be more respect receptive to a relationship when you only been single for not even a year or just coming up on a year so it is what it is so as i learned this new me this new me ha- it can be like i say this new me is a worrier but she's a warrior I can worry at times, but I learned that I cannot worry, especially with things I can't control. So I give it all to God. I was like, you know what? Handle it. I can't do it. If I handle it, I'm going to go to jail. And I preferably don't want to be in the same jail I used to work at. (laughs) So, yeah. But knowing this new me has helped me a lot. And the me that I am now, she is enjoying life. She's at peace. She's at peace knowing that wherever I go is where I'll prosper. Wherever I'm going to have some setbacks. Sometimes I am going to have moments where it's a little difficult. But wherever I go, I'll prosper. Because at the end of the day, I am God's child. I am a child of God. I am a woman of God. (laughs) And I am not going to sit up here and... Doubt him because where he got me at in life right now, I am beyond grateful for it because none of this was possible without him. So, so one of the things is as I move forward in my single season, as I'm embracing it now, I have learned to love being alone. I love peace being alone. I like being alone. I enjoy being alone. Dating myself was one of the most beautiful things. Like this weekend, I don't have nothing to do. I can relax. I can wake up later. I literally said, I'm going to go have a coffee girl, coffee shop moment. Go to one of the coffee shops here. There's one I found in downtown that really is nice. And I said, I'm going to go in the morning with my headphones and stuff. With my little bag. And just relax. Just relax. Read a book. And drink some coffee. Eat some breakfast. Because at the end of the day. You got to learn how to date yourself in this process. While I am dating. You know. Tapping back into the dating world. I still date myself. Because who is going to con- who is going to buy me flowers when I'm sad? Or who is going to take me to a coffee shop on a Saturday morning? We have to look at things like that. We have to. So these are two of my single people, my single guys and my single girls. Date yourself for a hot second. Go do things that you want to do. And when you start doing that, you will now be more receptive to what you like and what you dislike. And now I know what I like and what I dislike. And I know what I'm not going to tolerate and what I will tolerate. And even then, that will is very short. That not is very long. (laughs) So, some of the things, while being alone, I enjoy is, of course, music, reading, being with my friends. I found a new liking, working out, finally. (laughs) finally and trying new stuff being around my family you know 
considering, you know, if um, at one point I was considering uh, considering therapy. Um, that was something still considering it, but I've been doing the things that I've been taking more care of me now. Like I plan on getting my teeth fixed with braces. I plan on, you know, just enjoying life. Like for my birthday this year, I suppose I want to go out of town, go to a concert, but I also kind of was like, eh, let's dimmy it down to a cute little weekend where I could be cute, fresh, and just enjoy life. Enjoy the pivotal moments. Enjoy the fun moments. Enjoy the moments. Be present. Please be present in life. Please. Like I tell people, and even if you are like me who are dating, who is back in the dating world, still make time for yourself. See, dating and getting to know people can be daunting at times. It can be draining. And I don't see how people can date five different people at one time. I have a limit of two or three because one of them going to fall off because of inconsistency. Two going to stand depending on how consistent either one is. And if one falls off and one stays consistent, that is my person. So just being honest with y'all, this is a message I also have always told myself. Healing and finding yourself takes a minute. You got to remember to give yourself grace. See, every day, even whether you are 20, 25, 19, 32, 54, we are still growing and we are still changing. Please do not think you stop growing after the age of 25. I tell people 25 has been the most life-changing age of my life because now that I'm a full-fledged adult, well, I've been an adult, but now that I'm an adult who's no longer in school, who works in her career field, and who's actually building her life, my perspective has changed a lot. I don't sit up here and be like, oh, what am I do? Like, no, we have those moments where we do be like that, but to be like it every day. See, I'm going to say this. This is another advice I give people. Surround yourself with people who are positive, who make the best, even in the worst situations, who know how to cope well in those situations. Matter of fact, don't be around a negative damn Nancy. Every time you talk on the phone with them, there's always some shit that's negative about the day. People like that, you don't need to surround yourself with because that energy starts rubbing off on you. And I promise you, it's something that you don't want to deal with. So be mindful. Like I said, people don't understand that as you grow older, as you get older, there you, you're going to have your true friends and you're going to have your friends that are only there for a season. It's okay. It's okay if y'all no longer friends. Don't hold no bad blood. I learned that. Don't hold bad blood to people that you're not friends with. There's no animosity. If I could still tell you happy birthday, that means I don't have nothing against you. That means I'm being an adult because who am I to sit up here and be like, oh, I don't fuck with that bitch. Okay. Let's not do that. Let's learn that it's okay to not be friends with people. Now, 
I remember there was a post on Facebook. Would you reconcile with someone? It all depends. There are some people I will never reconcile with, but I will forgive and have forgiven. There are people who I might reconcile with, but our friendships are never going to be. Well, let me scratch that. There are people who I will reconcile with, but we are never going to be on the same level of friendship and probably won't ever get back to that point. Because why would I sit up here and get back? Why would I open my life back to you? You left me in the ver you left me during a version that I was deconstructing. But now you're coming back to a version that said, Nope, I don't tolerate that. I don't deal with that. You got the right one, but it ain't me. Sorry. <laughs> I don't want to deal with people who think you can come and go in my life as you please. One minute you don't like me, next minute you like me. No. That goes for friendships and people I'm dating. Like I said, not dating a lot of people because sometimes it gets daunting. It gets stressful. And why would I stress myself out? In all honesty. So, yeah. I mean, like, this, like I said, this episode got a little deep. <laughs> so... I just want to tell people that if you're listening or you probably, this might get posted to YouTube. If you're listening or watching or whatever, remember this. Give yourself some grace. Remember peace. When it's given by God, it's, it's unspeakable. It's not explic it's not explicable, not applicable. <laughs> Give yourself grace. Learn that we are growing. And this is one of the biggest things when I said on one of my mini rants. Stop trying to be like everyone else because if we all try to be the same, we all are going to get sick of it. Don't look at the person who went and bought their house at the age of 21 thinking, oh yeah, I can do that. In reality, there's no way. Because at 21, depending on who you are, what credit do you really have established? Matter of fact, at 21, I see it more so, depending on who you are. At 18, what credit do you have established? You don't have any. So how are you able to buy houses? See, all this stuff on social media is a facade. So when you're looking at people in their 20s and their 30s having this lavish lifestyle, one... Depends on where they work. Two, they depend on social media. See, social media is a blessing but a curse at the same time. It's a blessing because you're able to connect, but they turned it too much into an enterprise to where you make money. Like YouTube used to be a place where people just post funny videos and tutorials and just life stuff. But now people want to depend on it and being a content creator. I'm a content creator as well, but I'm not dependent on making money off of this because I have a real life job that I love. I love what I do. I am a nine to five girly. Matter of fact, I'm not even a nine to five girly. I'm an eight to five girly or an eight to four thirty girly. I am that girly because everybody can't be the same thing. Like 
I remember I said this to someone. I was like, I'm going to be honest. Everybody can't be a content creator full time. And I remember they said, well, that's what I want to do. I'm not trying to kill your dreams, but you have to look at the reality. We have to be real. Too many people are trying to be the same thing. I don't want to be a content creator. Y'all see how long it took me to post this episode. (laughs) Because I'm not dependent on this. And plus, wedding season has entered in my family. Not just extended family. My very immediate family. So, I am over here enjoying the new transitions of my cousin's lives. Shout out to them and shout out to their husbands there. I wish y'all the most beautiful covenant ahead. But... I tell people, you cannot be dependent on social media. So if you're someone like me who's 25 and going through life and trying to understand that we all in this together, sometimes we want to make career changes. Sometimes we want to change up who we are. Sometimes we want to change up our styles. Sometimes we want to change up simply how we live. Simply how we live. And with that... I like being my true self. I like being who I am now compared to who I was two or three years ago and even last year. Because this girl has been through a lot emotionally more than anything. And if someone, if if I can give my inner child a hug and my younger self a hug, I would. Because this is the woman that my inner child always looks up to. And will always look up to because she's a woman that works so hard to get where she at right now through the grace of God, of course, through God giving us, giving me the strength and the guidance. She is a God fearing woman. She's a strong woman. She may be crazy as hell sometimes, but she's a woman who is always being better than the last day. And I'm happy and comfortable with who I am now than ever before. I'm not perfect. I'm not a saint. I'm none of that. I tell people that I never expect anyone to be perfect. I have moments where I doubt myself. But then I have to remember the person who loves me the most is the person who died for me the most. And other than that, that shows me the love that I I embrace every day. And even then, going through the things I went through, I don't look at them as losses. I look at, look at them as lessons. As lessons. Lessons. <laughs> I look at them as lessons because I've been through a lot. Especially when it comes to people. People always ask me, how do you still be positive? Because I have to remember, being negative is not going to change anything around me. Being positive and actually having to learn that it is okay to feel the way you feel. It's okay to express your emotions. But are we going to sit in them? No. We're going to keep on moving. We're going to keep moving because why would I sit up here and just be depressed all the time? I don't want to be depressed. I don't want to constantly deal with the thought of, I can't, I can't, I cannot, I cannot, literally like that every single day. I can't deal with that. 
you have to have some type of positivity in your life because when you don't, when you don't, you make yourself miserable. You have to learn how to see the good even in the hard moments, even in the moments where you feel like, oh, where is the good in this? You still have to see it because every day you wake up, you are literally finding a new way to be better. Every day God gives you is a new day to start anew. And that is where I leave you with that. Every day you are healthy and you're wealthy and you're blessed. And before I end this, I want to say some things that you should say every day. I am grateful for every step of the way that I take each day. Every day starts a new journey. Every day starts a new opportunity. And with that, I leave you with that. And honestly, if you relate to this, and I will always say this on Spotify, leave it in the comment section. Or if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, just mention this episode in the review and just tell me how you feel. And I will do responses in up in an upcoming episode. So that's it. As I always say, be at peace. Make sure you rest, drink your water. I thank you for attending this episode today. As this episode got deep, this episode really is a moment where I want someone to understand that you're not alone. That is why I posted this episode. I want you to understand that if you are going through pivotal moments, especially if you're in my age group and don't know where to go next, or if you're someone like me who's been in school for six years and don't know where to go next, know that you're not alone. It's okay if you have setbacks. It's okay if everything didn't work out. Know that you are alone. I'm not alone. Who? Excuse me. (laughs) Know that you are not alone. Know that at the end of the day, everything's going to be okay. Give yourself some grace. And as always, prepare for new episodes, you guys. The next few episodes are going to be about anime, classics. And y'all have a great night. Say your prayers. Drink your water. And be blessed.